along with this week's Devil in Detail. I'm Rob Parkson, and I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Obviously, it's a holiday week in the school, so I'm left uh, by myself. But I've managed to bring in someone from the Sports Zone, James Sweetnam, who we share the Sports Zone platform with, is here, uh, ready to help me talk all about Salford Devils' result this week in the Challenge Cup, James. Yeah, it's an absolute privilege, Rob. I have been working alongside your good self on the Sport Zone for half a decade now. <laughs> and the fact that I've never been invited onto this podcast before has rendered me disgusted, but I am delighted that it's finally come about. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, James. Obviously, you know, with a Challenge Cup this weekend, Salford's victory, uh, we've got lots to talk about, and we'll start with that then. You're listening to Devil in the Detail, and this is your Big Match Review. Before we go through the match, James, uh, Parky sent us a voice note about the result against Huddersfield. This is what you had to say. Evening, Rob. Evening, everybody. How would you start to assess uh, a game like that last night? Um, it was certainly wasn't. It should have come with a health warning. Um, I think they're trying to see me off. It's, they've tried it every year for a long time, but that last night. Uh, those last few seconds where where Huddersfield were on the attack, I thought, yeah, we've thrown it away here. Uh, no, let's listen. It was um, it, it was a proper decent ding dong of a, a cup tie, really. Um, not probably the highest in quality at times, but uh, for entertainment value, it was it, it was spectacular. You know, I mean, for ten quid, I don't think you're going to find that kind of uh, entertainment value for money anywhere. We we you know we we started the game off like a house on fire. Um, and it turned out, you know, to be to be a good thing. I think the issue we we had was, I think we just we're lacking a bit of energy at the moment at times. And after twenty twenty five minutes, something like that, we seem to be seem to be falling off a little bit. Certainly in defence and, and a bit of discipline and and letting teams back into games. And that that could be explained by you know lack of bodies. It's the same people every week who are having to put their hand up because we just haven't got enough players fit and, and ready to go. And you know the issues that we say every week about having a small squad. Uh, and it does, and as the season goes on, it's going to hit us more and more. But there were a few, you know, real, real top performances there last night. I thought King had his best game of the year. Uh, I thought he was he was superb, made plenty of meters throughout. Chris Atkin again. I mean, I don't think there's anything this guy can't do. Uh, he's such a valuable asset to us, you know. So, and you look at the players we had missing. Four very key players in in, in Lafayette and Co out wide and. Akers and, and, and right in the pack and what they all offer, you know, the, the massive tools for us. Without them, we're, we're clearly not as strong. That That's, you know, I'm not taking away from anybody who comes in and fills in, but you want Kenny Seo, who's top try scorer for the last few years. You've got Tim Lafayette, World Cup finalist, Andy Akers, England international, and, and Shane Wright, who over this season has shown us, and the back end of last season, what we missed for so, so much of last season. So with, without them players, and you're up against a Huddersfield team and squad of, you know, 30 odd players who, who get to interchange each week and, uh, keep, you know, keep fresh people on the pitch. And they were always going to have spells in that game. But, uh, yeah, overall, I mean, it was a cup game and it's all about winning. You know, you win by two or two hundred, it, it didn't really matter. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good game, and and I, and I sat in the East Stand uh, for the first time ever, and I've got to say it was a great atmosphere. 
Really, really good. It was bouncing in there for most of the game, so that that seemed to work really well. So yeah, overall, I mean, yeah, we he, he could have, we could have thrown it away in the end, but we didn't. Uh, mainly thanks to to Mark Sneed's boot, just just sensational last night. Never looked like uh, like missing really, did he? He was brilliant. So that you know that, that that's all there is to it. He toed and froed and. But there was excitement, and like you say, we didn't know until the very hooter that who was going to win the game, and that's that's the way rugby league should be. And I'm sure if you were a neutral at home, you, you loved it watching it on 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 the telly. I'm not sure either coach would have done. I think they'd have been pulling the hair out at times, certainly in defence. But it was great to see both teams going for it. You know, like I say, it's a cup tie. No point holding back. There isn't a next week in the cup. Once you beat, you beat, and that's it. Yeah, overall we got through that, and then I, we've not really been rewarded, have we? I think. From my point of view, I think it's the the, the the worst tie we could have got Hull Kingston away. Um, not just because, you know, they're playing so well. It's a long way to go uh, for an extra game that, you know, it's going to be very, very tough. I'd much rather have one of the one of the Lancashire teams, even if it was away. Just, you know, it cuts out a bit of travelling. Again, it's not great on the players. But, you know, we're still in it. And uh, while we're in it, you know, we, we can hope, you know, so it only takes someone to have an off day. So, um, yeah, and hopefully by then, a few more bodies back and uh, and who knows, but, you know, the march goes on and, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a thoroughly uh, entertaining game and uh, I, I hope I don't go through too many of them, but it was, it was good to watch. Yeah, most certainly. While Paul swans away in Spain, I can't wait to ask you these questions, Rob. And Salford are through to the Challenge Cup quarterfinal, beating Huddersfield in an incredibly dramatic game. What did you make of it? Yeah, fantastic win uh, for Salford. Uh, 42 points to 40, James. You know, what a dramatic uh, game. It started well for Salford. A try from Matty Costello early on. Lovely assist by uh, Joel Burgess and Matt Costello slided over to make it 6-0. Salford had the wind in the sails at that point. Alex Gerrard spun out of a challenge to crash over. 10 minutes gone. Salford led 12-0. Salford were in total control for me at that point. And Callum Watkins scored. Little kick by Brodie Croft. He picked up the ball and crashed over. And then the try scoring wasn't over at that point when Reese Williams received a, a ball from left to right and squeezed over in the corner. Salford led 24-0 after 24 minutes, James. And I thought to myself, you know, we're in cruise control here. We're all looking forward to the Challenge Cup and all the excitement that that brings. But Uddersfield it back. Try from Sam Hewitt. He stretched over in the corner with 10 minutes to go uh, into half time. Luke Yates strolled over uh, shortly after. And then X Red, Jake Bibby, dived over in the far corner. And at half time, it was 24 16. And uh, yeah, this big lead we had at 24 0 had evaporated, James. And obviously, the Sofa fans were nervous, it has to be said, uh, when Tuilala here uh, got a bit of space and sent uh, Luke Yates over for his second try. And with about 10 minutes gone in that second half, we were all looking at each other, wondering what was going on. But Mark Sneed came into the contest, you know, started pulling strings. Uh, Joe Burgess uh, with a try. Lovely kick by Mark Sneed. It hung in the air. Uh, Jake Bibby made a mess of it. And uh, Joe Burgess uh, picked up and scored in the corner, uh, which was great, obviously. Salford fans started to breathe a sigh of relief at that point. Sneed was at it again. Love a little kick, this time to Reese Williams. He did a bit of fingertip control and uh, crashed over in the corner. And Salford fans at that point 
were more relaxed. Obviously, we'd built our lead back up again. Mark's need seven goals uh, throughout the contest. And uh, yeah, he got on the score sheet. Uh, Dion Cross made a burst. Sneed in support, going under the posts at 40-22, James. Salford were back in control. Ten minutes before the end, though, it all happened again. Uddersfield with three quick tries. One from Tuilola here. One from Ken, uh, Kevin Naguama. And Luke Yates got his hat-trick try. And with two minutes to go, James, it was 42-40. And Uddersfield were, you know, pushing. Luckily, well, I want to say, I want to say luckily, but Solford's defence uh, in that moment was was spot on. They, they pressured Uddersfield. Uddersfield had a bit of a tame kick. Joel Burgess picked the ball up and Solford were victorious. And we went through to the next round of the cup. But, you know, it's, it's high drama. It's what rugby league is. You know, it's a, it was a real good cup tie. Uh, both teams wanted to play. We have points galore, James. And uh, obviously on a Saturday night, what else do you want? You want excitement. You want, you know, joy. You want great tries. And it was real roller coaster emotion if you're a Sofa fan. Yeah, I can imagine, Rob. I think we were all watching it quite nervously thinking, what if this all goes wrong? But mm. when you get games like this, it just adds to those moments, don't it, that go down in the memory. Yeah, it was James, and obviously being a cup game as well. It's it's that Wembley at the end of the end of the road, and you know we we got to uh, to Wembley, didn't we? In the COVID time against Leeds, where none of the fans went, and we 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 feel like we missed out on that. So this this journey we're on now, we, we've just beaten Huddersfield, and we're kind of hoping that we can we can you know, get over the line and get to Wembley so we can all experience that. The the joy of following your team at Wembley. And yeah, it was a great it was a great game. Uh, very exciting. Uh, but there's plenty more to come from this Salford Red Devils team. Uh, Paul Rowley won't be particularly happy with the defence. I'm sure he'll be working hard in the uh, in the week uh, to try and fix up a few things. But we know that this team can fire. They've scored in tries, aren't they? We've got firepower all over the uh, all over that back line. They've got pace. They know where the line is, and and this uh, this game shows forty two points at home. You know, you got what you got to worry about is if you score forty points and still lose, which is what uh, Ian Watson's uh, you know Huddersfield did. But we're victorious. We're through to the next round, and uh, yeah, good stuff. So I spoke to Callum Watkins, Joe Burgess, Dan Eddy, Alex Gerrard, and Tyler Dupree after the game. Is what they had to say. So I'm joined by Alex Gerrard through to the next round of cup. How do you feel? Yeah, really good. Um, weird game, but always good to get the win and um, always good to be in the hat for the next round. Yeah, and getting over the line as well for a score. It's always nice for a front rower, isn't it? They don't come round too often. So yeah, I enjoyed that one. And um, again, it was all about getting the win today and moving into that next round. What was it like? Obviously, you know, us racing off into a lead, Udderfield coming back, momentum shifts all over. Yeah, Huddersfield are a great side. They've got some great players. Um, I think we started really well. I think Huddersfield got themselves back into the game. We had some key moments and a few players stepped up and we managed to get the just the, <laughs> the, the amount of tries that we needed to uh, get the win. What was it like in the half-time in the dressing room? Obviously, you know, Huddersfield pegging us back. What was the discussion like? We just needed to improve on our day. Um, our attack was fine. We just needed to tighten up in day, and I think we did that in patches. But I, th- I think we just need to be a bit more consistent in that area. Yeah, second half found our mojo. Yeah, exactly like that, mate. We're into the next half now, so see if we get in the draw. What's uh, what would the challenge cup mean to you if we went on and won it? Oh, everything for me. You know, it's something you dream about as a kid growing up, and you know, I've not I've not been fortunate enough to play in a final, so you know, that's definitely a, a drive for me. You know, when you get into my age as well, and you're not, that's definitely a, a big motivation. So. 
we've got a really good team here we don't get too ahead of ourselves we'll keep working out for each other and we'll just keep taking it game by game and how, how are you feeling obviously coming back from injury yeah i feel all right i feel like i'm a bit rusty second game back now so hopefully a few more games and i'll start to get a bit of uh, form yeah hole next uh, obviously one tonight opportunity to build momentum definitely just keep going week to week keep concentrating on us and i'm sure we'll be where we deserve to be brilliant cheers thanks for talking to us and uh, well done tonight so i'm joined by uh, danny addy through to the next round, how do you feel? Yeah, scrappy game, wasn't it? Good start. They started well and pretty much blew them out of the park. And then, uh, you know, back end of that first half, they were let, let a few uh, black half foot off gas, really. And, and uh, same at end as well, we've managed to pull it back. <clears throat> and then at end, it was pulled itself three scores in front and then still managed to make a game of it. But. Yeah, funny old game rugby league with, with momentum. Obviously, we raced ahead, they fought back, like you said. We found extra gears at the end to win the game. What's it like on the field when that kind of thing? Is it exciting to play? Is it, is it exciting as was to watch? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not exciting to play. Well, it is, of course it is. That, that's why we play. We're yeah, yeah. playing these big games and we're in, we're in next round, so we're happy. But at the same time, we sort of a performance that we're not too happy with, but... You know, it's one of them. It's one of them days. Challenge Cup. It's a different competition. It's um, it doesn't really matter how you play in these games. Just winning's important. So, what would winning the Challenge Cup mean to you? Everything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, we spoke about it this week. It's a dream, isn't it? It's, it's why you play. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be unreal. Yeah. Something I'd uh, cherish forever. Yeah. Hull next. Obviously, one tonight. Opportunity to build some momentum. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just get back to winning ways. We won a few on bounce, and then. Tough game last week against Saints. Back to a good win. They're a good side of this field, you know what I mean? It's not an easy game whenever we're playing the beaters at home once this year. But yeah, like I said, we'll back to drawing board Monday. Prep for a, a big week against Hull. You know, I'm sure it's going to be a different uh, different game to when we played them away. So uh, we'll have a good week's prep for Hull. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be ready. And how are you feeling back in action after being off injured? Yeah, obviously frustrating. Eight months out, then came back, played five games, then got injured again. But yeah. Hopefully that's behind me now. Nice to get, you know, I've only got 20, 25 minutes today, but uh, just easing my way back into it. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready to f- um, finish season strong. Brilliant. Cheers, Danny, and well done tonight. So I'm joined by uh, Joel Burgess through to the next round. How do you feel? Uh, relieved. <laughs> in the end, it was a relief. I mean, we went, what, was it 24 points up and then they creeped back into it and then we got a bit ahead again and they creeped back into it. It was just, it was a, a bit of a pattern to be in, but... We're into the next round, don't we? So that's all that matters. What's it like on the field? Obviously, like you said, we raced off into that into that lead. Is it exciting to play, uh, or is it like you know nerves when they, when they come fighting back? It's not exciting to play. No. That is not exciting to play. No. It's nerves. Um, we just we just couldn't get our attack was bob on, and they were scored 42 points. But if you're letting 40 points in, there's some, something going wrong with our D. But we got all week to fix that. Uh, going into a big game against Hull next week. You scored the crucial try uh, in the corner. I bet that was a relieving moment. It was, yeah. It just pops up to me and uh, I, I plonked it down. So, I mean, wasn't the prettiest tries I scored, but uh, they all count on this all. What would winning the Shadow Cup mean to you at Salford? Everything. I've, ne- I've never won anything. I've never won a trophy in a final. So, I'm that hungry and that dying to win something. Especially for this, this club. They don't get looked at. But well enough sort of thing this club and especially this team a good good set of lads and some cracking players so if we can all just get our deal sorted who knows eh? yeah whole next week obviously one tonight opportunity to build some momentum yeah definitely but they're on a bit of a, a good streak at the minute um, uh, they had a bit of a shaky start but they're on a, on a couple of wins so could, it's a good thing that it's at home so yeah build some momentum and, and get some two points brilliant cheers Joe and well done tonight 
So I'm joined by uh, Callum Watkins through the next round. How do you feel? Yeah, happy to get uh, get through. Really weird game, that. I think we've got a lot of improvement to, to do in terms of our discipline and stuff. We let them back in the game from through, through what we did. And credit to Huddersfield, they fought really well and got themselves back in it. And, you know, they're a talented team. So for us, we're happy to get through. We're happy to get through. We showed some desperation there, especially at the end when they were trying to get the winner there. So we're happy with that. We'll move on to next week, but through to the next round, which is positive. What was it like, obviously, on the field? We, we raced off into, into a lead and Huddersfield came back. What's it like on the field, obviously? Is it is it exciting or is it panicky or what? No, it is exciting. I think you have to get a level, a level of control, I think, and that's through for our actions and what we do. I thought, um, when we got into that healthy lead, which we earned for our hard work, we just let ourselves down in terms of that and let them back in the game. But we find ways we find ways to win you know these kind of games can can set us in in good stead going into the, the next few rounds now yeah we found a way like you said how important was that obviously with the other field comeback we found a way to win yeah we found a way to win i think it was it was a big thing obviously let them them come back uh, especially just before our time we thought you know we're not gonna have this again in terms of uh, the st helens result that we did last week so uh, we responded well in terms of how we started. I thought we, were, we started really well and we kept, we kept ourselves in the game and, you know, we, we, we managed to get there in the end. So, you know, uh, Sneedy's kicks were, were pretty crucial in that, in, in that. So, you know, deserves a lot of credit and good win for us. Yeah, vastly experienced and successful rugby player like yourself. What would it feel to win a Challenge Cup with Salford? I mean, everything. I think, um, you know, this is what we this is what we play for. You know, we want this club to, to be successful and we've got to be competing for them trophies. And... Uh, but we do it, you know, this kind of game was kind of crazy, but we found our way to win and that's all. That's what it's all about in the Challenge Cup, you, you find a way, find way to win, performances don't really matter, but we, we focus on making sure that we're better uh, next week. What was it like getting over the line, pop ball pops up and you dive over? Uh, nice, I was, I was due one for a while now, <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice, to, we, had, we had kind of a plan play on that, you know, with that, you know Huddersfield would, would be aggressive in terms of their, their goal line D and the you know, we, we, me and Brody spoke about it uh, just before the game that that player was on. You know, it worked. So, like I say, positive. No, we were happy that we got through, but a lot of work to do. Yeah, Hull up next. Obviously, win tonight. Opportunity to build momentum. Yeah, of course. Um, we, we went on a good run. Uh, got four on the bounce, but, you know, had a defeat of Saints. We responded well, better this time. Got the win. We come up against a team that have full of confidence. Um, Hull don't want to get one back at us. Uh, you know what we did to them at their place, so... For us, we need to keep doing what we're doing, being disciplined, you know, play how we play and play on our own terms and, you know, we should be okay next week. Brilliant. Cheers for joining us and uh, well done tonight. So I'm joined by uh, Tyler Durfree through to the next round of the cup. How do you feel? Yeah, really happy with it. It's first time I've got this far in the Challenge Cup in it, so, uh, no, yeah, really happy with it. It was a scrappy win, like, but a win's a win. Obviously, you know, first half was really also for three quarters of it, and others feel it hit back in the last quarter. I mean, what's that like on the field, obviously? Momentum shifts. Uh, yeah, it happened to shift when I came on, so... Uh, <laughs> so how do you feel? Yeah, no, obviously, I knew I wanted to scratch in first half, um, but I can't, can't go into the half-time letting that sort of define the next half, and we just feel they're a great team. They, they never die, so, um, no, it was, it was expected. Yeah, and then second half, we found uh, our mojo again uh, and uh, did the job. Yeah, we found, we found a bit of good form, but again, so, uh, Huddersfield never died. Uh, he kept coming at us, they've got good players uh, who know how to get a win, and luckily for us, it were, they weren't enough, but yeah, it was good. It's a good feeling, good to get the win. What would you like to uh, to get to uh, the Challenge Cup final for you? 
a bit of massive achievement like I say these past 12 months and going forward is massive so um, to achieve something like that in such a short period of time is massive and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it but we'll wait for the next round and obviously play it round by round yeah hole next obviously hopefully we'll get back on a roll yeah, yeah, hopefully. But they've found a bit of form now. They've found the feet. So it's the same every week. It's going to be a tough game and there's, there's no writing anyone off. So, yeah, but good to get out there and look forward to it. Brilliant. Cheers. Thanks, and Well done. So, big thanks for your three word match reports and man of the matches. Trev, never in doubt. King slash Sneed can, can only have one. Trev, Mark, wins a win. King, Colin Wilson, blood pressure tester. King, Stuart Smart, game of four halves. King, Bunyayawa, OSF, improvement is needed. King, Bunyayawa, Martin, great for neutral. Sneed, Richard Martin, who needs defence? Sneed, Kevin McCallum, East stand wins. Um, his man of the match was King, Bunyayawa. Liam, middle look weak. Sneed, Chris and Janet Shenton made it hard. Sneed. Val Boardman, my nerves are shattered. So, so is everyone. Uh, Val, uh, Natalie Taylor, heart attack time. King Bunny Ayawa, Anita, heart attack central. King, Roy Ellaby, Tricky, Dicky, his man of the match was King Bunny Ayawa, Andy Lancashire, cardiac arrest averted. Sneed, Michael Redfern, oh my G. Mike, we've looked knackered. Sneed, Brian Snape, bad, bad for the heart. King, Phil McKinnon, uh, sunburnt head, Sneed. I tell you, in that East End, he's not wrong. It was a, it's a real sun trap. Um, Craig Carter, crazy, crazy game. King Patrick Conley, eighty-two point thriller. His man of the match was Mark Sneed. Dave Parker wins a win. King Matt, mine. His man of the match was Sneed. Uh, Mike Pervert, uh, never in doubt. Uh, Jace Ham- Hampson, uh, pass the defibrillator. His man of the match was King, uh, Jamie, some fantastic game. Costello, uh, Stephen Mozza got no nails, Sneed, uh, Ken Yod, uh, Piper Pressure, and Dave H made his sweat. And his man's match was uh, King Bunny Ayawa. So big thanks for all them. And like a lot of you said, it was uh, heart attack stuff. And the dreaming has already started, Rob. We all want to go to Wembley, as you've already said. And obviously you've mentioned that during the COVID pandemic, we were robbed of that big experience. Do you think the players have that in mind that they want to deliver for the fans? Yeah, well, I spoke to a few of the players um, uh, at the end of the game and, and they, they were talking about how much the Challenge Cup and means to them because it's the big competition. We all know you know, what, what, the, what the Challenge Cup means to, to us fans and the players because their, their whole career can be defined uh, whether they whether they win a trophy and obviously being at being at Salford um, you're not particularly aiming to win a Super League so the Challenge Cup is a more realistic option uh, but we are an opportunity club and you know winning the Challenge Cup and getting to a final with Salford would be a massive achievement for everyone James and you know we're super excited about it we've got players there who on their day can can be winners it's just a just hoping that we can get the fable draw which we we, we might have done OKR away is is a difficult uh, you know place to go but moments that a million pound miracle is all kings are over so if we can summon that summon that uh, you know magic moment again and get through to the uh, the semi-final anything can happen it most certainly can Rob and if you were to make a bold prediction now do you see Wembley at the end of this tunnel I think yeah, when you look at cup runs and, and, you know, exciting moments, there's always sort of parts of that run where you think, you know, oh, that was dramatic. And if, if you share a, an 82 
point thriller uh, in in the in the one round, you think there's something more involved in this. So you're kind of hoping that, that we go to OKR and we get a result and then in the semi-final anything can happen. We, you know, we don't know who we're going to get. Um, it could be a it could be a Wigan or it, it could be a, a Settlers. But we'll have to wait and see. It could be a Lee. Uh, it could be anybody. It's, it's, it's all to play for. Uh, and I'm sure we've got to make sure, concentrate on the on the game uh, in front of us, uh, which is uh, all FC and worry about uh, the next round of the cup when it comes. Absolutely, Rob. You've got to maintain the attitude that anything can happen. You've got to be on the ball. You can't look too far ahead and come off task. But another aspect of the game that I want to talk about is that the famous self stand wasn't open. And that obviously, you know, caused some issues for fans. But we actually had the East stand instead. And that was for television purposes, I believe. But could you talk me through it? Yeah. East stand uh, open, south stand shut. I thought the atmosphere was fantastic. I thought, you know, the players really appreciated uh, the noise. Uh, it was really like a flashback to the uh, to the to the shed days or on away game. I think the fans really bought into it. I think obviously was it was a, a sort of a, an incident with, where beer was thrown, and I'm sure the club will be, be looking into that. But. All in all, I think the experience was was very enjoyable. I think the club will will probably be looking uh, at that and, and the positive feedback that they've uh, they've received from fans. But it will be interesting to see uh, what happens next because obviously we we think about season tickets, we think about uh, you know the seats and are in the stand rather than somewhere to stand. So that will be interesting to see what happens there. Well, whether the club decide to shut the, the South stand totally next season or whatever, that's something that Paul King would have to be thinking about. Uh, if he is, if he does decide to to switch uh, to a East and West stand combination, but as a one-off, uh, James, it was it was great. I really enjoyed it. It was loads of songs, great atmosphere, uh, and uh, yeah, a Salford win to boot. Is it fun, Rob? How involved do you get in with the songs? Because I know for a fact that you can sing. <laughs> I was there at your 40th birthday party when you were wearing a Ghostbusters outfit singing Elton John, so I know the talent is there. So how does that translate to the rugby pitch? Well, to be fair, they don't really need me because there's loads of people who, who make who make all the noise, James. And uh, normally I'm sat in my commentary box on the other side. I do often say that when I when you, you do hear the Sulphur fans, you know, it, the noise is unbelievable. You know, the... the Obviously, you talk about big followings, the likes of Wigan and 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 Sutherland's and Warrington, and uh, the noise that they can produce in such a sort of volume of people. I mean, you know, we're matching that noise with half the amount. You always wonder if we were able to get a massive, you know, following of of Salford fans. If we were sort of able to fill the AJ Bale, let's say, let's say, what kind of noise that the Salford fans would be able to make? But uh, yeah, the answer to that, James, is uh, I'm, I listen to it more than I make more than I do it these days. Well, that's a shame, Rob, because I still think there's a record deal waiting for you at Sony. <laughs> it's, it is up to you if you want to pick that up, Rob. I mean, well, Bobby's classic on the radio they used to go down a treat so if you ever fancy doing a cover of some Michael Bublé classics I'd be more than willing to pick up an album mm. well I do have a microphone in my hands at, at most of the time but uh, I think I'll have to pass it's a shame bro because I was expecting you to play us out at this week's podcast but regardless <laughs> we had a, such an exceptional game an absolute thriller one that has gone down in your memory I think for a long time to come the sort of game that brings people into the spot and makes them fans but how were the other games, the other fixtures this round, and did they excite as much? Yeah, obviously, like you say, with with a Challenge Cup, so many uh, sort of 
fantastic results. Uh, Saints beat Halifax uh, 26-6. Lee uh, were away at Wakefield and won 40 points to 12. Orkington Rovers beat Batley 50-0. Leeds and Wigan uh, played against each other, uh, with Wigan beating Leeds 18-14. Catalan uh, were out. They were beaten by Warrington. Uh, They lost... uh, 16-14 16-14 and then next week's opponents Hull beat Castleford 32 points to 8 and then the other tie uh, the non-Super League tie was York and London and York won 36 points to 12 so uh, yeah it'll be fascinating to see what happens in the in the next round obviously the, the draw has been made uh, we are uh, way at Hull Kingston Rovers which like I said will be a tough uh, contest but you've got to be confident with the, the players that we've got York will play Lee Wigan will face Warrington and Hull FC will face Saints so if you're looking at them possible results we beat OKR obviously um, Lee will beat York Wigan and Warrington is a is a toss of a coin and uh, Hull FC at home to Saints St. Helens probably will get a result there so really us Lee Wigan Saints there's your there's your there's your four teams in the semi-final James and uh, yeah we're all we all play, praying for a uh, release Emma. we are I think that's what we are all after other results regarding our teams our ladies were in Challenge Cup action uh, this weekend uh, they lost to Wigan 16-0 away from home obviously they're out of the Challenge Cup but they've had three tough games uh, gained a lot of experience uh, in that and I'm sure they'll be uh, fit and firing ready for the uh, Super League season to continue after their uh, good win away at Castleford uh, in the uh, the first game. Our learning disabilities team uh, were involved in a festival in Warrington uh, this weekend. They played Warrington, they played Lee, they played Widnes, they played Settlers, they played Wigan. And so uh, they have played some fantastic rugby. All games were competitive and uh, it's great. Obviously, uh, the lads and uh, lasses involved in that really, you know, playing with pride in the shirt and uh, doing great stuff. As I'm recording this on Sunday, uh, there's not too much news uh, to go out. The big news, though, and the important one, is that the Reds Rise Together event, which takes place on Tuesday the 23rd of May, Managing Director Paul King, Mayor of Great Manchester, Andy Burnham, and City Mayor Paul Denton and other guests will appear to discuss the club's community share offer and those that are pledged already, those considering becoming involved and club sponsors are all invited. Um, just make sure you get down and if, if you obviously want to know more about what's going on, um, it seems like it's a, an important part of the campaign. Two weeks to go and uh, we've got some real momentum so get yourselves down there and uh, see and ask the club any questions. Uh, that you need to be asked regarding uh, what is going on regarding the uh, community share scheme. So that's 7pm at Solver City Stadium on Tuesday evening. It's time for the Devil of the Salford are a team that have a lot of big opportunities this year. They've got a big fixture coming up this weekend. Could you tell me about it? Yeah, we face uh, Hull FC on Saturday. Obviously, they've turned the season, haven't they? They've turned the season round. Tony Smith has uh, has uh, come in. Uh, they started uh, pretty 
poorly. We gave them a bit of a pasting, didn't we, away earlier on in the season. So I'm sure they'll be looking at coming back from that. But you've got to make sure uh, that that you switched on and, and obviously after such a you know emotional uh, physical game against Huddersfield uh, the players will will really need to be switched on against uh, Hull FC you're hoping that we can uh, we can reproduce that attacking uh, farm this week uh, but just defend a bit better uh, and hopefully get the two points this weekend, our ladies are in Super League action. They are at home to Lee Leopards on Sunday, 12 midday kickoff. So make sure you get down there and support our ladies uh, in that game against Lee. And uh, Salford, Paul Rowley's Salford are in action as well. And they face Hull FC. Uh, what do you think? We're joined by uh, Paul Parkin. What do you think uh, of the uh, chances against Hull Park here? Yeah, next up, Hull FC at home uh, this this coming weekend. Um, an interesting clash. This, you know, obviously we went there uh, towards the start of the season and did a real number on them at their place. Uh, I, I think, I think we're facing a different Hull FC this week. Uh, they they seem to have picked up dramatically over the last month or so. Uh, things are starting to click a little bit. I don't know if. If behind the scenes there at the KC, they've had um, you know a bit of open air talking and, and cleared a bit a few things out because uh, seems like a fresh approach now and a fresh club. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a lot tougher than than it has been you know up at their their gaff. Um, but I do fancy us. I fancy us. We proved again at the weekend that we can score plenty of points. Um, just got to tighten up that defence a little bit. Uh, and uh, I think I think we'll be okay. I think we, if we can get a couple of bodies back as well, hopefully Akers will be back in the team um, after his HIA. Uh, you don't know whether I'll laugh I or CO back. I'm not sure what's going on there. And obviously Shane Wright's probably going to be long-term. But um, yeah, uh, it's going to be a good game. Again, I think it could be quite close. As as most games have been this year, there hasn't been you know many blowouts, certainly not where we're involved. Um, so yeah, I, I'm expecting a, a tough battle. Uh, I think the sun's going to be shining by all accounts, or at least, you know, it's going to be fairly warm. So it should be good for, for open flowing rugby, which is, suits us and, and probably suits all FC, although they have got, a, you know, quite a huge pack as well. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. But we've not been we've not been steamrolled by anybody this year in, in terms of forwards. So I'm not I'm not overly worried about that. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be, you know, two, two teams in, in decent form going up against each other. It should be a really tight battle, but... Uh, I, I fancy us, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict a Salford win of uh, twenty four to eighteen. Twenty four eighteen, Parker. I reckon I'm gonna go Salford to win. I'm gonna go Salford to win. Salford thirty, um, Hull FC ten. I think uh, after the heroics, um, after the uh, bizarre game uh, on Saturday, there's points. There's plenty of points in this team, so I think there'll be another big scoreline um, being posted by us. But our defence will be better this week. So big thanks for joining us on this week's uh, podcast. Big thanks for James from the Sports Home for helping us uh, review the game against Huddersfield. Don't forget, you can listen to me, James, and Paul Whiteside on the Sports Zone on Salford City Radio every Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, so make sure you tune in for all your Salford sporting chats. So big thanks for tuning in to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. Admiral Parks and your fans on Facebook, Devil in the Detail, SRD. Fans on Twitter at the ITD, SRD. And your fans on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify, and YouTube. Good luck, Reds. See you soon.